Welcome everyone to another episode of Just Saying Football with Jack and Sean. I'm your host Sean Gann, along with my partner Jack McNicholas. We're here to bring you news, notes, weekly updates, and game analysis of your favorite teams from around the league. Now have the chance, go check out our website, JustSayingFootball.com, and follow us on Instagram at Just Saying No G W J S for article and video updates. Week seven continues. Yep. This Sunday, buddy, a uh, little bit of fantasy news. Uh, worst scoring fantasy season through the first six weeks in ten years. Yeah, it makes sense. Scoring uh, With how crazy all these games have been this season, this has to be, you know, we, we keep talking about, oh, we're going to see how these teams shape up or these games are going to shape out. And they never expected, you know, we haven't expected what we have expected. Now the fantasy season kind of reflects that. Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty surprising. I think everyone in our fantasy league was like, oh, my God, I'm scoring so little. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, don't worry. It's happening to everyone. Yeah. It's a thing. It's It's a real drought. But, you know, it's – it's one of those things that makes you realize that it's where a lot of these teams are at. And, you know, to, to transition into this first game, you know, it shows oh, yeah. a lot where different teams are at right now. The Panthers at home against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Both of these teams are in very different places right now. Yeah, this is our blowout game, our only blowout game of the week, too. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay currently favored 10.5 points over under 40.5. I'm Ryan with Tampa Bay. Rams, this was a get-right game for them. I think it's going to be the same for the Buccaneers. Carolina, you know, still not sure about Baker Mayfield. So no Sam Darnold. P.J. Walker did not play great yeah. last week. Um, 10 points, that looks great. What are you saying? They lost 27 to 10. Well, seven of those points came from a pick six. That's yeah. not from any of the, anything from, from the offense. From Matthew Stafford, who is leading the league in picks right now with eight picks. Yep. So, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we saw Tom Brady yelling at the offensive line. He was at the winning until Friday, you know, all that kind of stuff in practice. Get right game against the Panthers. You win the divisional game. That's huge. Sadly, Panthers, you dropped one and six. Yeah, I think it's it's one and six. I think Tampa Bay covers the ten and a half. I it's the lowest. It's the biggest spread of the weekend at ten and a half, but it's also the lowest over under the weekend. So this is a game you can just kind of stay away from in general. I feel like, but it also could be a Brady revenge game as well. You know, well, which might just be fun to watch for your fantasy owner. All right, let's move this along into our Met games. First one of the week we've got the Atlanta Falcons making their way to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Bengals currently favored by uh, six over under a forty seven and a half. Um, Atlanta, surprising. Big surprise last week. You know, I had San Francisco in all of my parlays, and Atlanta kind of destroyed them in the sense that I thought San Francisco would have been a lock last week. Obviously, San Francisco dealing with some injuries. But, uh, like I said, Atlanta, man, they were up. It felt like they were up 28-14 the whole game. They made it. So, you know, their, their defense was great last week. Kyle Pitts, low yardage, but he got his first touchdown last week. We were waiting for that. Yeah, not only his first touchdown of the season, his first touchdown in the U.S. Because last season yeah, his lone touchdown like came in the London game. So, uh, but the Bengals on the other side. I mean, you know, you would see it, this game as they are not as similar teams, but um, both teams started zero and two. Now they've won three out of four. Um, I, I do think the Bengals have a little more pressure on them being the AFC champions. They're at home. Um, that division's getting tight right now with Pittsburgh winning last week, the Ravens losing last week. So. Um, I will go with the Bengals. I, I, Atlanta is like undefeated against the spread, so I, I do want to mention that I do think that Atlanta would cover that six-point spread. But I do like the the Bengals in this game. Yeah, I like the right. Bengals as well. I think I think the offense is trying to is starting to find its rhythm, which is scary for the rest of the for the rest of the the yeah. league. One of the things just also note when the Bengals won last year in the AFC Championship game, they were not like this like uh, thirteen and fourteen. You yeah. know, they were only like eleven and six. You know, they were a team yeah. with some flaws, but they still just played really good football. And uh, I think that's when they're at their scariest, and that's kind of what they're starting to do. Definitely. Um, 
But I like them this week. But I think the Falcons undefeated in the spread. I think is what you told me. Yeah. Uh, before we started this video. If currently. not, if not, they if not, they are five and one. I believe. Which is fantastic yeah. odds. So with a minus six, yeah, I would you know put the Falcons against the spread. That would be nice. But I think the Falcons can put up a fight for sure. But this is Bengals win for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and what about he? What about our next game here? Oh, let's move this right along. When the Lions go to Dallas, take on the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored, uh, minus seven, over under 48 and a half. High scoring offense uh, yeah. for a while where the Lions don't think that they are right now after the bye week and not scoring any points against the Patriots last time they, that they played. But yeah. uh, Cooper Rush, first loss of his career. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, they, you know, they had two interceptions in the first half. That one was a, you know, kind of a tip. One was, you know, kind of a clear interception. The last one obviously kind of sealed the deal. Um, and when you're down twenty to nothing, you know that's a kind of a, you know this is one of those games where I feel like they expected Dak back. They didn't get him. They you know kind of planned for Cooper Rush. I I think. This, you know, Cooper Rush, 5-0 uh, as a starter before this, I think this was kind of due for him um, to have a bad game. Unfortunately, it comes at this time. Um, but, I mean, against the Lions, this is tricky. I like Dallas more because they have a better defense. Um, but, you know, a team coming off a bye could be well-rested. Yeah, Amon Ra should be 100%. We saw him before uh, the bye week. Clearly not 100% of the time. Yeah. DeAndre Swift, they, they supposedly sat him. Um, the week before the bye week against the Patriots, that way he get more time to rest. So he's expected to be full, full, fully healthy and good to go. It seems like that's good. Um, so those are all positive points for the Lions. That being said, Dallas defense playing great. Micah Parsons still defensive player of the year candidate currently right now. Yeah. Uh, Dak can return. He's supposed to be cleared, possibly today, tomorrow, uh, sometime this week, which would be huge for them. I don't know if he'll necessarily get the start right off the bat, but an, a a generous game like the Lions. Could be something that they're looking for, but that being said, I think even if they start Cooper Rush, I'll, I'll lock in the Cowboys because I like the way they've been playing yeah. defensive football. And, and you know, we kind of forget sometimes that they do have you know great weapons, and you know, I think this could be a good you know opportunity for Ceedee Lamb to get opportunities. Michael Gallup is one week healthier. Um, you know, I think that even if Dak or Cooper Rush starts, I, I think that they need to get right game after last week. Prime time in Philly, you know, as a Giants fan, I know that is. That is tough. So I, I will go with the Cowboys. No problem on this one. Um, Dallas by seven, though. That does uh, scare me a little. I do Be a little think bit closer. Detroit plays like the way De the Denver we talk about. Denver makes their opponents bad. Detroit makes their opponents the same way. So if Dallas gets off to a hot start, Detroit will be off to a hot start, too. So um, I, I could expect them to kind of keep it close. All right. I like that. Let's move this right along. When the New York Giants take on the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville, currently – Jacksonville is favored by minus three and over under 42 and a half. Now, I know that Jack does not like that disrespect considering that his big blue is five and one playing stellar defense and yeah. Saquon running like a number two overall pick. Well, he obviously, yeah, no, he's he's been great this uh, whole season. And last week you saw him flying into the end zone. You love that. The Giants defense has really stepped up week by week. We've been talking about that. I think that disrupting Trevor Lawrence has been the formula to beating the Jaguars this week. Um, the Giants, it looks like they're healthy on their defense in every way. Uh, you know, on their offense, the receivers have been struggling, but Wandale getting his first touchdown last week. You know, the coaching staff starting to trust a lot of these younger receivers and that could be interesting against Jacksonville's defense. Their passing defense has struggled this year. Um, but I, I think this is going to be more of a grittier game like the ones we saw earlier in the seasons for the Giants. Yeah, you know, we, we excuse me, we got all uh, hot and bothered on the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars hot start, I think. And uh, 
And we're sorry about we, that. We got, yeah, we, and we got that. We got the boost. I still think they're gonna. <laughs> I think they're gonna win some more games. Yeah, sorry about that. I do think they're gonna win some more games. I like Doug Peterson for them. Um, I'm a little surprised though that Jacksonville's favorite in this one. I like the Giants going in this one. We didn't pick them last week. It was the first time that neither one of us or the disrespect. Second time man. you did. First time that I didn't pick them. Um, and th- and that was our mistake. Now look, uh, Daniel Jones eight and three in his last seven games and his win games. Uh, it, it's not pretty, but the recipe is gritty defense and run the football, and it's working for, for the Giants. I think that's a recipe that you can use against Jacksonville. I do want to see some sort of growth from Daniel Jones in this offense. I, I think I think they're really catering to him in all capacities, but at some point he needs to make a play or something that shows that Just he can take this. Give us like a 300-yard, three-touchdown game so, exactly. at one point. You you know? did it, he did his first game ever against Tampa Bay. I do think that this is a huge upset. I think, like you're saying, the fact that Jacksonville is 2-4 and four, and they have like lost to Houston this year, and here we are, and they're favored by three over the 5-1 and one Giants. I mean, say what you want about the Giants this year. They are better than Jacksonville, in my opinion. I'm taking them out the gate. Um, I'm so sorry, Giants fans, that I didn't take him last week against the Ravens. But it, I jinxed myself into the real team, so I'm very, very happy here. So um, uh, what, are you, what are you thinking about the line, though? 42-and-a-half. Like I said, it's gritty. I think it could be a low line, but 42-and-a-half is pretty Under. low. Under. Under. Yeah. You know, I will say this about the Giants. They don't score a lot of points, but they don't let teams score a lot of points yeah, either. So that's the formula. I'll 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 take I'll take the under on that one. Let's move this right along with an AFC South showdown when the Indianapolis Colts make their way to Tennessee uh, to face the Titans. Tennessee currently favored by minus two and a half, one of the worst possible spreads that you can see, and forty two and a half over under. I know they're the absolute worst. Now, same same record, three and two. Colts have the tie. But the Tennessee Titans have the tiebreaker right now because they have the win over the Colts because they had that. Yeah. They, they played, I think it was like week two. This is a dangerous thing. Now, this is really important because they've had f- three fourth quarter comebacks the last six starts for the Colts with Matt Ryan. That's great. That's pretty good. I mean, it, it's it's just it's pretty incredible that he has he has still that ability to be a two two minute drill threat, Matt Ryan. It's it's like um Really a credit to his like longevity in the game, but what's what's crazy about the Colts' offense is they really just operate around whoever's there. With the receivers being hurt, they've been creative. Um, I just want to mention, you know, Deion Jackson for all the Jonathan Taylor owners. Very happy I streamed him this week, as everybody else is. Thirty points. I mean, the guy had ten catches on ten targets, seventy nine, and he had twelve for forty two and and one on the ground. I mean. Can you imagine, you know, that that's very Taylor-esque, you know, you couldn't even kind of tell the difference there. So uh, the Colts are moving right now, but the Tennessee Titans are winning these games. And like you said, they did beat Indianapolis and now they're at home. Um, I am a little bit confident in them. I think the two and a half is Vegas saying, look, Tennessee, they're probably going to win the game, but we don't know by how much. But it could easily flip with just a, with just a field goal. Now, the, the important thing to me that yeah. I think all Tennessee Titans fans love to see and Derrick Henry loves, uh, owners love to see is 104 carries, 408 yards, and five touchdowns. Just really you know, having a good opening start to the season. And I think that's what you want from one of the best running backs uh, in all of football. Yeah. So I think they're going to be running him a lot. I, this is a tough one for me. I want to go to Indianapolis because of those comebacks, but I think that Tennessee is going to run the ball. I think they're going to run the ball well. They have the home crowd behind them. They already won the first game. And Indianapolis, I think, still has some question marks. While it's been nice to see some wins the last few games, 
not all of them have been pretty like that Denver primetime game. So there's still some some learning curves, I think, with this Matt Ryan offense and that kind of stuff. I can trust the Titans a little bit more. Yeah, so I that's really what it is for me. It's like just all the those things kind of align. Um, I I do also you know same same line as the last game, forty two and a half. I'll take the under on that as well, just because I I don't see I, Jonathan Taylor coming back. I see them trying to run as much as possible. But I, I see Tennessee doing the same thing. I think it's just going to be too much t- clock, you know, going yeah, down. I get that. Let's move this right along when the Green Bay Packers make their way to Washington to take on the Commanders. Green Bay currently favored in this one by five and a half, over under 41 and a half. Some injury news in this one. Carson Wentz will be missing the next four to six weeks with a f- fractured finger. Um, Tyler Henneke will begin the start. Uh, they did win last week, Washington. The Packers lost back-to-back games. Uh, which I love. They lost to the Giants and the teams. Jets. Yeah, some New York teams showing one out. Across the out. pond and one in Lambeau. Like, it was absolutely two beautiful. of Aaron Rodgers' favorite places. <laughs> I know. It's his two favorite places to play, and he lost in both of them. But Randall Cobb also injured. That's big for Rodgers because this offense does not look the same. They're going to make yeah. a trade for a wide receiver. They, they're saying it. Yeah, there is news today that, you know, like I'm happy you mentioned that. There's news today that before the deadline, week nine, they are looking to make a trade for a big wide receiver. I don't know who it's going to be. I feel like we'll be talking about that more next week. You know, we'll have more speculation um, or maybe even on the Monday episode who could be the Packers, you know, big trade target. But, yeah, I mean, this is a winnable matchup for them after they're going 2-0-2. and oh and two. The Vikings are 5-1. and one. Shout out to Sean's team. But that is going to put a lot more pressure on the Packers, man. And, uh, you know, like you said, um, you know, I think this is going to be a big, uh, you know, running back fight. We got Antonio Gibson and – Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson on one side. Shout out Brian Robinson. Shout out Brian Robinson. Out here as we love him. And he got his first touchdown last week. Um, and Dylan and Jones. I mean, Dylan seems to be surpassing Aaron Jones in carries. And it's it's weird. And their offense is not getting better. Because when Aaron Jones is involved, they win those games. I No discredit to A.J. Dylan, but I, I don't. I, you know, the Packers are kind of not operating the way you'd want them to right now. I think this game is a game for them to get right and, and win it. You know, we, we've been saying that for a while now with them, I feel like, uh, and they had the lead against the Giants and they lost it. You have to win this game. Washington just has not been playing great football uh, overall, and now with Heineke, I think that gives them a really good chance yeah. uh, to go out. It's going to be a defensive-heavy matchup. Um, but this is, you know, th- this is a get-right game for the Packers. you got to get to 4-3 and because right now, like you mentioned, the Vikings are 5-1 in that. Uh, they have a two-game lead on them, but not only do they have that, they have the early tiebreaker. The Vikings... Swept the entire division in the first half of the season. Three and zero. Lions, Packers, and Bears. Oh my, all lost. <laughs> yeah, um, at, at home and <laughs> uh, their away games against the Vikings. So, you know, the Packers need to win this game if they want to try to keep in this division, or else that slowly gets farther and farther away for them. You know, all of a sudden this it three really game, this three ish game. You know, it's yeah. I mean, and that's as win. much as you love that the like logic of the Packers being three and four, you'd be like, all right, now it's time to get a little nervous, yeah. you know, with the division. Then, being you, then I think good. you're hitting the panic button. If you lose this game to Washington. Oh. So, so green Bay get this dub Aaron Rodgers. Show why you're the back to back MVP. And let's, let's move this right along. You're going with the Packers as well. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm going with the Packers on that one. Nice. Let's move this right along. When the New York jets make their way to Denver to take on the Broncos uh, over under in this one, 40 and a half Denver uh, favored by minus three disrespectful to the New York teams. Okay. That is what we're seeing. This is some crazy stuff, man. Vegas wants you to throw the New York parlay because the Yankees are going to be on the ALCS. You can throw in the, the, uh, the big bong parlay. Oh, 
You know, you know what I'm saying? Go with the Jets. Go with the Jets right now. Because yeah. look, 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 <laughs> look. I don't go with the Jets. So that's why you should already be saying, I got to go with the Jets. Because I, I, don't, I don't necessarily do this. But look, they're playing really good, really good fucking defense, man. Uh, they're getting after the quarterback. Special teams are stepping up, making plays when they got to make plays. Zach Wilson might not be completing the ball, but they're running the ball really well with everyone who, who's behind him. Denver is poo-poo. They're poo-poo nonsense. They are not good. Russell Wilson is not good with that team. He's got the hamstring. He's got the shoulder. He's trying to play this week. I don't know why they're why, they're, why he's favored. This was not a great uh, Thursday night matchup last year. It's when no. Jerry Judy got his, own, his, his first touchdown and his first Moss catch uh, in the pros. But this is just ugly. Now, look, the Broncos make you play to their level, which is poo-poo nonsense. But I think that the Jets can overcome that because the Jets' defense is much better than that. I think they're going to create a lot of turnovers, score up points, and and get to run up the statue a little bit, scoreboard a little bit. Yeah. I think this is going to be a win to them, and I'll comfortably take them with a touchdown win. I I think so, too. And I think that if you do, like, an alternate thing of them going, you know, being favored by seven, you honestly could, you know, have a great day. Um, Denver, like you said, they make teams worse. Um, I, you know, Cortland Sutton last week, uh, just, you know, nothing – you know, two for fifteen, just not what you want to see. I mean, it's it's just like um, it's very upsetting to see that this whole Russell Wilson Denver offense has not panned out to what we saw Absolutely. in the summer. But the Jets, I mean, they, I talk about a team like Sean said that we, you know, kind of discredited. Um, I think that you know everybody's doing great. Wilson, Sauce, you know, great picks. Brees Hall. It seems like this draft, you can already see they have like five rookies that are like already making an impact. And that's what makes a good team. Um, you know, Brees Hall, 100 yards in a touchdown last week. I like that for him this week, too. Um, and, you know, the over-under of 40, I would just stay away from that. These teams, this is either going to be too big of a shootout or just a slugfest you don't want any part of with that line. Absolutely agree with that. Let's move this right along. When the Houston Texans make their way to Vegas to take on the Raiders, Vegas is currently favored by minus 7, over-under 46. I'm, I'm going with the Raiders in this one. Look, I, I like what the Texans have done. Excuse me. Uh, uh, the season, Damian Pierce looking great. Love him in fantasy. Have him in fantasy. 86, 4, 12, 4 touchdowns or 3 touchdowns on the ground. Josh Jacobs also playing really well. But the thing that is scary to me is just the Texans' secondary is not good. Um, I, I like Stingley, but the, their defense is the worst passing defense. And we've talked about it all offseason, and it's fun yeah. to talk about. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs. you got a loaded offense. This is the team. You're one in four. Your playoff chances are low. You have to, you have you to, have win, to win this, this game. game. You have to do it. Like we keep saying there's all these teams, and this is what it means. Like when you're when you're staring at your fantasy team and you're you're one in five or two and four right now, you gotta you gotta make stuff happen. And, and this is not, a real NFL team. And this is a real NFL team. You're I really have team saying, we these guys are one in four and they got Kansas City and LA winning these games. They got Denver messing everybody up. Like. We lost to the Cardinals. We got fans popping champagne in the third quarter. We got Kyler Murray running thirty yards all over the place for twenty six seconds. You know. Losing to the Seahawks, not scoring an offensive touchdown. I mean you, you have you, the Raiders need to win this game, plain and simple for me. Um, I, I think that Josh Jacobs, off, coming off the bye, it has something to prove. Uh, I think Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and Devontae. Get him involved. Let's go. Yeah, he had 30 points before the bye. Go get him. All you know, right. He needs several touchdowns. Um, I, I'll take them by a touchdown, no problem. Love that. All right, let's move us right along on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Make their way to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Dolphins currently favored by a touchdown as well, like the like the Raiders were. Over under 45 points. Um, 
Sunday Night Football, man. It's yeah. not not as good as last week, and I'm talking about the Eagles Cowboys last week. Yeah, this this is not not the best game. <laughs> Potentially no Kenny Pickett. He is going through the com- concussion protocol. Tomlin did say if he is in, if he's clears the concussion protocols, he's in. Uh, just just something to pop my head. I feel like there's been a lot of concussions. Yeah. This season. It's it's been pretty heavy, especially with Tua coming up, and now they have new regulations. The last and Teddy two weeks. got one. Since they've had the regulations the last two weeks, they have shown like you know certain they have a new um like uh, code basically in in the medical system that essentially um like if the player is under that designation they will be under that designation like in their injury report so they will have that in game now and since they've been having that the last two weeks there have been you know like multiple cases of of head injuries neck injuries like within the last couple of weeks unfortunately um, especially, you know, to have, see both these teams in prime time with, you know, a lot of young stars dealing with that right now. That's that's, you know, really when it comes to light. And that's very unfortunate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's just something to monitor. One of those things you just got to pay attention to. Hopefully, yeah, with the new rules, though, maybe this is more like a, a prevention method more Definitely. so than it is uh, people getting all these concussions because that's, you know, that's a lead CT, that kind of stuff. Just something to be wary of. Um. Miami, you know, ha- looked good last week. I saw them live. They looked good at Shows some like parts. I saw them with my own eyes. <laughs> my eyes. Really I saw Tyreek Hill 177-yard game on 12 catches against us. I also saw that Jalen Waddle fumble. That was fantastic um, <laughs> for us. Um, look, this this Dolphins team is loaded. They've been playing really well. Two is in. Even if he wasn't, uh, Teddy threw for 329, two for one. And Skyler Thompson looked really comfortable. The, Miami had a, a second, drive, second drive of the game had five penalties. Uh, they were so close to scoring multiple times. They got the first down multiple times. He's penalty held them back. Steelers surprised last week against the Buccaneers, but two is in. Dolphins need to win this to keep up and to keep up at pace in this AFC East. We got the, we got the Jets, Jets at four too, <laughs> and we got like and we got the Bills. What is going on? I don't know. So, so Dolphins at three and zero. Sorry, you now you now lost three straight. This is you know we keep talking about these like get right games. These games you gotta just kind of get the ball rolling. Dolphins, this is that point of the season. You're gonna make it. You're gonna break it. What's happening here? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really crazy because um, you know, these two teams, you know, they've just been dealing with so much injury. But I think this is gonna be kind of more of a defensive game. But both of these teams have great receivers. They have good running backs. Uh, I think this is also a good game for Najee Harris to get right, even though he has been struggling this whole season. But yeah, he has. I don't know what to make of the Steelers right now because they just kind of leaned on Kenny the last two weeks. Now they're, you know, they put him against Josh Allen and Tom Brady, and now he's not playing. Now they got Mitch. Well, he'll, 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 he'll start if he if he clears. If he clears. If he clears. I mean, but it, it worries me either way with the quarterback situation. I think against Byron Jones, Xavier, and Howard, I think that I do like Miami more in this game. But I think this game is going to be a little sloppy, a little bit closer than the touchdown. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think he'll be a little bit closer than the touchdown. Um, but actually, maybe not. I kind of like that, honestly. The more I'm looking at that, the Dolphins had a lot of chances to score. They, they, I would say the Dolphins left, you know, probably like 14 points on the board against the Vikings early on in that game. Yeah. So what? Based on what I saw last week with Tua in, I was, I, I was. There's one fan in front of me kept thumping on the chair and was like, every first down, he's gonna go. That's a <laughs> 
my that's another Miami Dolphins and all the fans go first down and like you just gonna be like, oh, first down and he kept eyeing me and eyeing me and eyeing me and just the entire drive of the penalties called every single penalty wrong after I it was just <laughs> it was brutal but look uh, fins up I think the Dolphins win this one yeah I like that one and um, so our our good games we got a couple Only, of good games no we have one good game we got one good game and one game of the week so stick with us no here. one good game two good games of the week. Two good games of the week. Two good games of the week. You guys are in for so a So bring us into the good game, Sean. Good game of the week. We got the Cleveland Browns bringing the way to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Baltimore minus six and a half favorites over under 46 and a half. Both these teams coming off of losses. The Ravens once again lose in the fourth quarter, and their fourth quarter woes continue. What are your thoughts? Man, I mean, it's it's been tough for Baltimore. They they could be 6-0. and oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially. Could have won but they're not. But it's tough. Tough teams that they've lost. All the teams they've lost against. You know, they have winning records. Um, you know, they got Miami, the Bills, and the Giants beating them. Um, but you know, both teams, not what you'd expect. And and, and I, I feel like it's gonna be a big rushing game. Forty six and a half. Absolutely. Is like perfect there. Um, I like Baltimore more if they were at home. But if they were in Cleveland, I would be a little bit worried about that six and a half. I will tell you one thing that I'm very interested about Lamar is that, you know, he, um, he he turned the ball over late in the game last week. He can't be doing that, especially against the Browns, who have a really good defense. Yep. So I do worry about the Browns, even though I do kind of think their team's trending in the wrong direction right now. Yeah, you know, I I, I like the Ravens in this one. They're they're at home. They this division is is so close. They're three and three. The the Bengals are three and three and then you have the Browns and and the Steelers are two and four. And the only thing keeping Cincy not in the playoffs right now is is the Ravens win over them in the division. Now, we said that the Bengals are going to win um, against the – where are they? Oh, my God. Who, who are they playing this week, the Bengals? We just talked about them. Uh, against the Falcons. You know, this, this is one of those games where the, the, the Ravens have to win. It's a division opponent. It's at home. you got to have that win over them. Yeah. And, you know, the Bengals – have potentially an easier easier win this weekend you gotta just keep at pace with them at this point you're playing for this division win you're playing for a playoff spot right now it's tight in the afc north and there's a possibility that the steelers or the browns somehow pull out a couple wins and it gets even tighter yeah and and lamar you know in in his eight games versus the brown he has 11 touchdowns six picks not like he like goes off but we always remember that one game where he left in the fourth quarter and he came back and he dominated and he had four he had four touchdowns. The infamous poop game. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think that, that you know, he does struggle sometimes against the Browns, but I do like them, like you said. The stakes are too high for Baltimore this week. Excuse the trend of the week, honestly, is a lot of teams with their back against the wall that we had high expectations of in winnable matchups. Um, and I think that this is, this is one of those for Baltimore. Yeah, all right. Let's go Baltimore. Let's see what they can do. Let's move this right along to our games of the week. Our first game of the week at 425. The Seattle Seahawks making their way to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Uh, L.A. currently favored by minus 6.5, over under 51.5. Now, you're probably wondering, Jack, Sean, why would that be a game of the week? You know why? Because Seahawks are 3-3. Three and three. They just beat the, their NFC West rival, the Cardinals. And Geno Smith has a 73% completion, which is currently leading the entire league. They're playing solid, solid football. God, hasn't had a bad game all season. You yeah. can't, I can't even. You know. And Kenneth Walker's running well. It's a, it's an underrated team. And let's be honest here. Well, the Chargers are 4-2. and two, And I love the Chargers. Everyone knows. It hasn't been the same without Keenan Allen. Justin Herbert uh, in year three. 
does not look what we expected him to be, and that's okay. There's been a lot of injuries to this team, including their all-pro center, Corey Lindsley, yeah. and stuff like that, and they've lost Rashawn Slater for the entire year. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, things like this. So it makes sense that they're maybe they're taking that step back. I'm sorry, Joey Bosa. Or Yeah, Joey Bosa. <laughs> One of the Bosa brothers. They're both really good. Um, this is a chance, I think, for the Seahawks to kind of go out there and, and really surprise against people because they have just been playing – Really clean football, and I'm I'm actually going to go with Seattle, and I know that the line is heavily favored to LA with that minus six and a half. But I think this could be one of those surprise upset games, and you know Seattle surprised last week. Why can't they surprise again? So I know we've we've agreed much today, but I I, I will go with the Chargers, which you know when I'm going with the Chargers, it usually means probably like Seattle win. But I am going to go with the Chargers at home. It's a high over under. This could go either way. Like you love a good shootout. That I like the over close. Um, I like the over on that, definitely, um, with the Chargers missing a couple of guys. J.C. Jackson was benched last week, but he's too good of a corner last week. You don't know that? You know, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm no, Monday no, no. night. No, no, I know. I'm just being like, ooh. It's like, like, ooh like, I'm just ooh. saying the $82 million man sitting on the bench, he's he, he's going to be he's gonna be probably in a little bit better next week with Asante Samuel, Derwin James. They're going to have a lot to do against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I like the Seahawks covering the spread, but L.A., you know, they squeamed out of that game last night. They really um, do. So I, I, I do believe that this is going to be in L.A.'s favor, in my opinion. All right. That's okay when we defer because I love L.A. All right, let's move this right along to our last game of the week, another 425 game. The Super Bowl rematch when the Kansas City Chiefs made their way to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Kansas City currently favored by minus three, another annoying spread, over under 48 and a half. Now – both these teams lost last week. Kansas City lost to the Bills. I said it was going to happen. No one wanted to hear it, but it did. It happened. Get right game for Patty Mahomes. He threw two interceptions. He still played a really great game, really clean for the most part. Yeah. Um, so when I say get right game for Mahomes, um, you know, it's it's got you know, yeah not I, your average get right game. I, I think that it's it's a good time for him. Like last week, you know, this is like you know and you know he's. It's just interesting. I, I like we always see those games where you know he kind of loses to somebody who's really good, and then we worry. Now you know we see him against a more winnable team, but we know that the 49ers defense knows how to stop Kansas City's offense. They remember which that does Super Bowl. Scare me. Um, and San Francisco at home, you know they they are they are dangerous. Um, but you know Juju and BS both getting touchdowns last week. Like you said, even with the two picks, I do see that he was productive. So Pat Mahomes, um, this could be a get-right game for him. I am wearing his jersey. I am gonna go with him on the road. But I got to tell you, if if uh, they do lose in San Francisco, I would not be shocked. Like you said, it's a weird spread. I'm shocked this isn't one of the weird Vegas ones where San Francisco is not favored by, you know, something. You know, but this should be. Kansas City on the road, you know, I think that if, if, you know, a little Travis Kelsey, George Kittle wouldn't hurt either, a little matchup, tight end matchup. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I'm also going with Kansas City. Um, a lot of injuries for the 49ers last week that I think really hindered them in a loss against the, the Falcons. Better chance than week six to play. A uh, quote from, from Kyle Shanahan about Trent Williams and Nick Bosa. Some very cryptic saying. Um, but if they're out, I, I can't – I for sure can't see the 49ers win this game. If two of their yeah. pillar guys are out, we saw what happened uh, last week uh, and stuff like that. Uh, a little a little bit weird offense from them as well under Jimmy G last week. I'm, I'm curious to see if they have a slightly better bounce-back game. 
Um, again, yeah. against the Chiefs, you know, he's been playing a little bit weird, and, and I, I feel bad because I said, you know, he was so good in the system. Yeah, I, I, I like, I like the, um, the idea too that these teams kind of run the ball a lot more, and uh, you know, they do have a lot of committees. Um, so that forty-eight and a half over/under, I'm taking the under. This is one I of those games that Kansas City like twenty-four last twenty-one. Week. That's a tw- that's a forty-five point spread right there. Um, yeah, I'll take that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, and I like Tony. I can't believe Tony Romo predicted the score last week. That's something I want to shout out. That is in- insane. Did you see that video? Yeah, he's so good at what he, he's so good at his he's job. Just too good. Pay that man more. <laughs> Pay that man, man. All right, everyone. That is all the time that we have. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back with more with the Monday Night Football episode. Yeah, and uh, thank you guys for checking this out. Week seven, Sunday Superflex. Uh, appreciate all you guys checking us out all the time. Just saying football.com. Just saying football on YouTube. Just saying no GWJS on Instagram. And have a good week seven. Hopefully these picks are a little hotter than last. Hopefully the bye weeks doesn't kill your fantasy team. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah.